All right, we're good. We're on. Yep, new yep. location Bye. in Stewie Town instead of Murray Hill. Anyways, the NBA season has started up. Sorry for the wait. We've gotten a little bit busy with classes and work and stuff, but we're back. We had to come back for the start of the NBA. We're going to get into that shortly, and then, of course, we're going to talk about the NFL season, how that's been going. Um, touch a little bit on the MLB. Props to the Diamondbacks. I didn't see that one coming. We're not going to really get into that that much, just because there's so much other stuff that we've got to cover that we've missed. But who would have saw Rangers and Diamondbacks World Series this year? Not me. Definitely not me. I mean, those are two teams that I feel like when you're thinking of Major League Baseball teams, I mean, respectfully, even the Diamondbacks, like, I feel like that's a team you could forget about. It's pretty I mean, franchise. They're a bunch of kids, bro. Like, the average age on that team has got to be, like, 26 years old. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's good for baseball. I think I saw some tweet that was like, this is the first time that neither the Astros or the Dodgers have been in the World Series since like 2017 or 2016. So it's been like just yeah, a that lot is, that's pretty crazy. of repetition of the same team. So I think it's nice to finally get some new blood, some new. And like you said, the young guys, we got some young guys making the sport fun. Like, you know, Corbin Carroll, I know exactly. he's going crazy. And then even the Rangers, they got some fun guys too, like the whole garcia thing with the rangers el bombi hitting those home runs and stuff like i like it i think it's fun for the sport i think it's good um so yeah i'm i'm looking forward to seeing it and as someone who you know likes to to see the mets do well it did give me some slight joy to see both of the uh division rivals get knocked out it uh, did between the phillies and the braves so and even though the rangers won scherzer still got shelled in both of his starts he did he kind of stinks he does i mean props to his career but he's it doesn't seem like he has much left in the tank i would agree i was surprised at the the managerial decision to start him coming off of that injury but props to bocce he's really just i mean all of his years with the giants going to the world series and now immediately turns the rangers franchise completely around i mean it, that's pretty incredible yeah, no, exactly. I mean, coming out of retirement and everything to do that, like, it's pretty sweet. I mean, now I think he's been to, he's won the NLCS now with the Giants, the Padres, and the Rangers. So three different teams. I think he's the first person to do that. Yeah, he's crazy. Um, but anyways, glad to see the crazy. Astros. The Astros lose Facts. in Game Seven in Houston. Love to see that. I think we all knew that. Was Love to see the happen. Phillies go down. Yeah. But as you said, enough baseball. Let's talk some NBA. Hell yeah. So I've got a list here of predictions on my phone. Obviously, I don't know if you've prepared this, but I'm. I can. I can go off the we'll, phone. Like we'll I said, see. We'll b- see. Before we went on air, we were both talking. Full transparency, guys. I. I have not watched every minute of every NBA game. I apologize. But I mean, it's hard when there's 12 games in one day. I will day. say that I've, I've certainly you not know, watched my Warriors, and I do watch all the game highlights. So shout out to the NBA YouTube channel. They do a fantastic job of putting those out in a very timely fashion, which i got to say, MLB, step up your game, guys. Step up your game. There's been times where, like, 
these games have ended and I've been I was like on the the other night I was watching the Warriors and Suns game and I think that was also when like the Phillies were playing and the Diamondbacks and like I checked out of the MLB game to watch the basketball game and that went on and I was like oh let me watch the highlights of the baseball game they, they take have, forever they didn't dude have I've noticed that the too baseball game until like literally the next I know I've noticed that too it's it actually takes them crazy. like legit like five or six hours to put out those highlight videos like it's dude, ridiculous I'll make them for you, MLB. Yeah. Shoot me an email. Facts. Like, guys, what are we doing, guys? Come on now. And you wonder why the youth generation doesn't care about the sport. Like, you can't even see it. It is getting better, though. Now, I agree. But anyways, let's, um, let's, been watching highlights of the NBA game, so I got, a, I got enough context to at least kind of BS my way through this. I want to start off with... I mean, let's just start off strong about who you think is the favorite to win the championship this year. There's a lot of teams. I think this is, in in recent history, I feel like this is the most equal that the top of the league has been. You've got a lot of teams that made moves in the offseason that should be better than they were last year that that were at the top of the league already last year. Um, So first thoughts, who do you think is winning it all this year? Um, I mean, I know who you're gonna say. Uh, I don't think you do. Okay, I, I'm. I'm. I'm I had an original. Let me tell you this. You had an epiphany. I had an epiphany. I had an original prediction that I made before the season started, but my answer has changed as of last night. Okay. Well, I think. This is Friday that we're recording this. Yeah, this is Friday, uh, October 27th. Um, I, I mean, I would say, honestly, I think, I think I'm going to go with the Denver Nuggets. They yeah. just look too darn good, man. That is a safe pick. and They look too darn good. Most sports books have the Bucks and the Celtics favored above them, so you are getting a little bit of juice on that pick. Yeah, I mean, a close second, I just... I don't know. The Bucks are cool, but I'm just not. I need to see more. It's only one, two, don't two games. I think one game sample size. Like I need yeah, a little they, bit more. Their first game was last night. Yeah. So Denver is like, they're solid for me. I have a few. I have a dark horse pick, but we can get on that later. But but my overall like blue chip team for this year is, is the Nuggets. Until I see them kind of fall off, they're they're good, and I think that they're gonna come in the season with like even more confidence. So here's my thing about the Nuggets is. I think they lost a key piece with Bruce Brown. He looked crazy and, in that Indiana game, bro. Well, he's just... I think Bruce Brown is one of the best role players in the NBA. Like, he's just the perfect guy that you want on your team. A team player that is a great defender, can shoot threes, floaters, mid-range. He really has a complete game, and he's selfless. He's just a winner, bro. And losing him, I think you can't ignore that the Nuggets... It's not the same team as it was last year. Obviously, they have pretty much everyone else back, but that's an important player to lose. And I also feel like the Nuggets last year had a cakewalk to the finals. I think the Lakers, the Lakers only beat the Warriors because they matched up perfectly with them. They out, they were able to outsize them, and. The Grizzlies were also injured, and I know the Grizzlies, Steven Adams is out for the season, so they're pretty much out of the picture. But I think last year, if the Grizzlies were fully healthy 
if the Warriors came through against the Lakers, even if even the Kings, I think, would have given the Nuggets more of a fight. The Suns, too. I know the Nuggets beat the Suns, but it's going to be hard to get out of the West this year. And for that reason, I feel like the winner is going to be from the East. Now, originally, I'll say this. My pick was the Suns to win the finals. Yeah, that's who I thought. That was my original pick. But watching Damian Lillard last night has changed my opinion. Now, I know it's not fair to change my pick after the season started, but I feel like most people would think it's fair at this point to change my pick because what we saw last night was Damian Lillard is still Damian Lillard. Doesn't matter what system he's in. Doesn't matter that he's playing with Giannis. He's still going to drop 39 points. And he wasn't even shooting that well. I watched the whole game. He was 4 for 12 from 3. Yeah. And he missed a lot of open threes that he normally makes coming off his screens wide open. But he was still able to get to the rim, get to the free throw line. I know the refs were favoring the Bucks a little bit. But you can't ignore that this is the best player Giannis has ever played with by far. No doubt. And he's still the same player. I, my my apprehension of the Bucks was, is Dame still going to be the Dame that he was in Portland now that he's in a new system where he has another top dog on his team? But, like, if you watch the game last night, it's Dame's team. He's Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think I even saw something earlier today that was like, uh, Giannis and Dame doing some sit down interview. Or yeah, Giannis, Giannis. Giannis said, said it's, Dame's like it's Dame's team. So, and I mean, I it looked like that. I was yeah, I don't. I don't put too much uh, weight into you know Giannis. Oh, it's Dame's team. Whatever, whatever. I think a, a reservation a lot of people have is that this is just another version of the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go out on a limb and say both Giannis and Dame right now are better than KD, Harden, and Kyrie all were. On the Brooklyn I think that's Nets. That's probably a good. That's fair. Giannis is in his prime. Dame is. He's still in his prime. Clearly, he's at at the tail end of it, but he's still Damian Lillard. He can still go off for fifty points. Thirty nine in his first game, plus the dagger at the end. I like. I think the world is gonna wake up to just how good Damian Damian Lillard really is this season, and so. If you guys will allow me to change my pick after the first game, I'm going to change it to the Bucks. I think it's fair because the Bucks almost lost the game. True. And they, they, did. they didn't really look all that impressive. But I think once this team starts to gel, they have Brooke Lopez, Middleton, great three-point shooters, plus Lillard. It's just they're going to be able to spread the floor so much and also – you've got to pay attention to Giannis on the inside. Mm-hmm. You have to double-team him. And that's going to... Defensively, he's like, yeah. good, too. They're the a good team. They're going to be good. And I'm a Celtics fan, and I'm scared to play this team. I was going to say, I honestly... I feel like my Eastern Conference team right now might be the Celtics. They this, looked good, bro. They looked good. Jason Tatum was going good. They looked Drew really Holiday good. Drew Holiday was locking people up. Porzingis, dude. Porzingis... I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, people are me, man, talking about, you know, Celtics, they got their new white hope, but I mean, shit, 
It was a revenge game in Madison Porzingis, Square Garden for Chris Dubs. If he can play like that consistently and he can stay healthy through this year, that team is going to be very hard to beat. Yeah, and the Knicks are no – they're no, like, easy no, win. Not at all. The Knicks are a very good team defensively, and Randall was making – I mean, he was jacking threes like he normally does, but <laughs> – Randall's good. Barrett looks good. Quickly looks really looks good. Brunson, really good. Um, Brunson still solid. he had a little bit of an off game, but the Knicks almost beat the Celtics. Um, I think that was a win for the Knicks to start the season. You would like to see them win that game, but um, they didn't get embarrassed at all, and they were in the game till the very end. Yeah. I mean, also, like, talking about players showing up in that um, Bucks game, I thought Tyrese Maxey looked crazy. Maxi looks really good. So that I'm, I'm going to lead into another topic here. So we're going to get into player award predictions. Okay, nice. Um, it's a good and transition. Just because we're talking about Maxi, we're going to start off with most improved because I have a pick that I made that I'm going to stick with, but I think Maxi is definitely the favorite for sure. Yeah, I would say. Let me, let me as you're talking, let me pull up right now what are the favorites. So I I have it pulled up as well. Let me find this picture. I the, think off the top of my head, I would imagine Bridges was Mikhail the favorite. Bridges, right? Probably Benedict Matherin. Maybe I've got it right here. Bridges, Cade Cunningham, Jordan Poole, Barnes, Simons, Maxi, Reeves, Wagner. Interesting. I've got my pick. I'll let you think about it while I say my pick. Yeah, I mean Cade went off for like went off in that game but yeah. I, mean, I don't know if the pistons are gonna be good enough here's my thing franz look good i so i made this pick before the season my pick is shade and sharp bro yeah and this is a long shot but if he can secure a starting spot on the blazers i think shade and sharp is younger than the thompson twins did you know that yeah he Crazy. is he has so much potential Highest vertical in NBA history of all time, 49 inches. And he can shoot threes really well. And if you look back at the last, like, 10 or so games of the Trailblazers season when Dame was sitting out, it was Sharp's team. He was going off. He was dropping, like, 30-point games. Yeah. Um, I, Like, it, I think he averaged, like, 23 or 22 points per game in the last 10 games of the season. I went back and looked at that. Um, and Simons is ahead of him on the same team yeah and Simons is also another guy who can really explode from Dame's absence but I, I I'm sticking with this pick but I don't feel great about it because the Trailblazers just look horrible I watched look really I watched their game though. dude I mean Scoot Scoot does not look very good Bro, dude. He, didn't, he had like zero, 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 Everything yeah. at the end of the first half Now yeah. he looked bad The other team that looks freaking god awful the Rockets just, Yeah they look like They look like they're bad but Who are you going to say? The Wizards The Wizards, looks, the Wizards really? looked horrible in that game I thought I was watching that Pacers-Wizards game yeah, it looks really bad bro. I didn't watch any of that game I haven't seen the highlights I think that team is going to be exactly what I feel like we talked about this before Like Jordan Poole absolutely has the capability of scoring 50 points on a night, and he will have some of those performances this year where he's going to go off and go freaking, you know, 8 from 12 from 3 and do some nuts stuff, put up 50 maybe points here and there, 40 points. But then he's also going to have games where he's going to go 1 for 12 and go 
for like nine points and things like that and that team is just gonna be a bunch of shot chuckers and like they're just they just look bad i don't know what to even yeah but to answer real quick about most improved okay yeah um i think honestly i think tyrese maxi is still my pick just because yeah i feel like he's taken that role from james harden and he's probably going to even do better with it i think he's honestly a better fit for the team yeah and he's just such a fun exciting player to watch he's so quick yeah i mean he's just a great player i love the way he plays the game yeah dame Um, could not guard him oh i will say that the the way teams are going to have to attack the bucks is finding mismatches on dame because his defense is still not not great yeah it's never going to be great um for whatever reason like on defense he just doesn't take up that much space laterally laterally it seems like yeah I mean, it's easy to blow by him and then he's also pretty short so like they're just putting tobias harris on him backing him down and getting points that yeah. way i think um a couple other people that i would say is more of long shots i feel like um scotty barnes could have a good year scotty barnes is ahead of, well they're both plus 1200 him and maxi yeah so i could see him and then for my like dark horse candidate i mean i don't know this is probably just because i'm biased but i think by the end of the year come all or not even end of the year come all-star break i think jonathan kaminga is going to be starting in that warriors lineup yeah. and will be a instrumental part of the team so i think that's my dark horse pick for uh most improved player because i really think that he's going to have a coming out party this year and like he's going to solidify himself and show everyone why he was like what a top five pick yeah i mean his off-season videos looked great. Every, played, everyone's always does. But. Exactly, yeah. But I think, like, his defense ability, his offense now, like, I think he could score, you know, 18 a game or something. Yeah. So we're going to kind of – we're going to start from most improved, kind of make our way up to the bigger awards. Yeah. Um, let's go Let's go, coach of the year next and get this one out of the way. I also changed my pick after the first game of the season. I don't – I'm – I'm going to stick with my original one just so that I'm not changing all of them up. Um, But originally, I had Mike Dagnall, the Thunder coach, just because of all the expectations surrounding the Thunder, and I think they're going to be really good. I think they're going to make the playoffs this year and live up to the hype. I think Shea is an MVP candidate for sure, Mm -hmm. but after watching the first game of the Magic, they destroyed this Houston Rockets team. Now, it might just be because the Rockets are terrible, but the Magic looked like a really well-coached team, and I think Jamal Mosley, head coach of the Magic, is also a long shot for the Coach of the Year award if if the Magic can get in that play-in game or get in that seventh or eighth seed. Like, he's definitely, he's definitely got his name on the ballot for sure. What are you thinking, coach of the year was i mean i i like to take the strategy of going for the worst teams instead i'm thinking already like i mean obviously first thing thoughts you could go like oh adrian griffin or griffin or whatever like maybe he'll have a good team like with the bucks or yeah guys or monty or but i I feel like yeah usually for those i I try to think about a team last year like what's a team that everyone knows has solid pieces but hasn't quite taken that step and who's the coach that's going to really like get the best out of these players I think, um, yeah, however you say it, Dagno. Or yeah, Dagno, Dagno. Dagno, whatever the yeah. name is. Yeah, the Thunder guy, I think, is a great pick. That would probably be my top. But honestly, 
I don't know. Am I crazy to say that Rick Carlisle could win Coach of the Year with the Indiana Pacers? I mean, I do like the Pacers. They got Bruce Brown now, like I was saying earlier. Halliburton. Yeah. Um, Turner. I don't know, man. That team is. I was about to say Miles Garrett. <laughs> close enough, dude. Close enough. The Pacers are good, dude, and they're they're one of those teams where Coach of the Year is definitely a possible award because they don't really have like a stand. They don't have like a Star, top ten yeah. player on their team. And I mean, like in that game, like Toppin was looking good. Mathurin yeah, is growing. Brown, Buddy Heald was looking good. Andrew Nemhar was. Jalen Smith looked really improved. Really, and yeah, I and I think Jairus Walker, their lottery. Yeah, I love their. Like, he played like five minutes. He didn't even play in the game. And had, I and love they put Walker. Up almost one hundred and fifty. I don't yeah. know. I know it's against the Wizards, and I said that the Wizards stink, so you can't look too deep into it. But I don't know. I'm. I feel like before the season started, I'm, I was very high on the Pacers, and I'm still high on the Pacers. I, I'm going to go with the Pacers. I think Indiana, you know, it's a basketball state. Yep. They need some, some – they need to bring it back. They do, yeah. I mean, I definitely think that's a possibility for sure. Moving on, we'll go to sixth man of the year. I made a pick for this one, and I've got to own this one because it's looking terrible. I've got – Rui Achimura is my sixth man of the year. Yeah, It's just not looking good for the Lakers. We can use this spot here to talk about what's going on with the Lakers, but shaky game last night. Barely beat the Suns without Booker and Beal. And then, obviously, first game was a disaster for the Lakers. Anthony Davis scored zero points in the second half when it's supposed to be kind of his team now, and it it's... It's just still old man LeBron putting it on his shoulders, you know. And I don't know. D'Angelo Russell's not looking good. I never really was that big of a believer in Reeves. I think Reeves is one of the most overrated players. Mm. I'll say that right now. Um, but, yeah, this I I'd still like Achimura a lot. But if the Lakers continue to struggle throughout the season, it's hard to – be in competition for these awards you know if your team sucks so that's my take on it i don't know what are you thinking for six man yeah uh emmanuel quickly i think for sure makes the most sense yeah he's the favorite but in my opinion i don't know hot take it's not the craziest like long shot but i'm gonna say norman powell yeah, he's always in contention. He's always been in contention. He's always in the conversation. He hasn't quite done it. And, like, I don't know, guys. As someone that is a massive Paul George fan, probably one of my favorite NBA players of all time, watching that game the other night brought me so much joy. Seeing yeah. Paul and Kawhi and Russ doing alley-oop dunks, I mean, oh, my God. Yeah, they that were... game was beautiful to watch. Like, Paul George looked um immaculate in that game yeah i mean that was so good that was growing men versus kids in that game that game was so enjoyable i was just like that is what the clippers can be if they can all stay healthy and play on the court at the same time and you know what for that reason coach of the year let's let's throw ty lu in there why not yeah i mean why not put ty lu in there? definitely if the clippers can be a top team in the west which they're capable of it's it's always going to be the staying healthy game i put them above the warriors yeah I agree. I mean, the Warriors don't really look that great either. Yeah, I guess we can. I was trying to avoid We may as well get into that right now. I mean, so sixth man. Sixth man, 
Chris Paul, I guess, is kind of in that conversation, but he's not doing that. Guys. Yeah. Fine. All right. It's been in long enough. We can talk about it. All right, Ben. What's your take on the Warriors this season? The Warriors fan. Guys, it's over, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. Trust me, I've been holding on hope now for the last few years. I mean, we keep on, keep on doing well. We're staying in there, but we're getting old. We're getting slow. We don't have the young guys to help support anymore and, and bring up the, the rear. I mean... No Draymond Green, though, in the first game. It doesn't matter, dude. Clay looks... Clay, Clay wore himself out kayaking to the chase center without <laughs> enough legs to make any shots. Like, Steph... <laughs> Played like shit through the first three quarters. I mean, I don't even know what to think. Guys, like, I, I Looney, I mean, to be honest, Looney is my favorite player on the Warriors right yeah, now. Yeah, he's he's really good. Like, I love that guy. And I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I think even, um, what's his name? Uh, Sarich did pretty good. Yeah. I but, mean, it, it comes down to the younger players because the Warriors have always been a team where it seems like, they got lucky with their like younger rookies being so good like yeah. pool and then you had i mean i'm not gonna lie like i feel like at this point in time if the warriors were to play the kings i don't know that the warriors beat the kings in seven games yeah and, I, and i'm not saying i didn't mean lucky really in that sense i like that's kind of the outside perception but they normally have really good player development and know how to implement these younger players so i think it's going to be up to like what you said earlier with kaminga these younger players like, are gonna have to step up Moses and Moody and people like Moody that. looks pretty good no he's good man. I like Moody a lot this year um I'm not and I'm not trying to say that we're gonna be a lottery team like oh no 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 we'll probably make the playoffs we might be a eight seed or a play-in team or something like that but we're not gonna be a top four seed in the west guys I'm sorry between we are not better than the Suns we're not better than the Nuggets I mean shit the Lakers I think we're kind of on the same pace as the Lakers yeah right now. The Mavericks are probably better. The Mavericks looked good. Um, I mean, the Thunder, I think, is a better team than us this year, honestly. The Clippers, I think, looked better in that game. Like, the Kings looked better. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm not feeling too optimistic, unfortunately. Yep. Now, let's get into Defensive Player of the Year. And then next up, I know you guys are waiting to hear the biggest storyline of this season probably the rookie of the year mm. which is a lock um, i disagree but yeah we'll okay that. well that gives us some some arguments to get into exactly but defensive player of the year this is probably my most confident pick before the season started and now it's bam out of bio this is one of those guys that's always in contention for it and i was reading a i think it was an article in the athletic about um Spolstra has said for a long time, Bam doesn't get the respect he deserves on defense for being able to guard pretty yeah. much every single position, and he's he's just kind of had bad luck with the award, um, getting you know these other one player will have a great defensive season, but Bam is the guy that's always there, and especially just because these awards are, you know, they're not based on any metrics really; it's just voting. I think the voters are going to say, like, yeah, it's time to give Bam this award because he deserves it. He deserves to have at least one defensive player of the year in his career, and he's never won it before. So 
I'm taking Bam for Defensive Player of the Year this year. Other other candidates include Wembenyama. <laughs> that would be crazy. They include uh, who else? I know my pick. You haven't said him yet. Who's your pick? I'm going for Mini Tim Duncan, Evan Mobley. He, yeah, Evan Mobley. How can I forget about Evan Mobley? He's think, uh, he's a candidate for sure. Evan Mobley's my pick. I think it's only a matter of time before this guy really breaks out. He was also a candidate for most improved. I could see that as well. I don't know that he, if he's going to make a big enough jump because what yeah. he's at already at like 20 points a game or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I think he – I could see that, honestly. He's he's a player that I'm – he's kind of in that same like Scotty Barnes tier where it's like yeah. we're still just waiting for them to take that next step to the elite level. Yeah, you can tell it's there. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, I'll say Evan Mobley. That's definitely a good pick. Now, and I think the Cavs are going to also be a team that could do pretty good. Yeah, the Cavs Maybe are a, a sleeper team. Could be a uh, Coach of the Year candidate. I could see that too. Um, the Cavs really had a disappointing end to their playoff run. I, I honestly thought they were going to beat the Knicks, but I was I was happy to see the Knicks win. Um, now I I said the magical name a couple minutes ago. It's now time to talk about Victor Wembanyama and the Spurs. He's my pick for Rookie of the Year just because I I mean, I think he deserves it, but like I said earlier, this is an award that's voted upon by, you know, a bunch of media insiders, media, whatever, about throughout the NBA. Like there's no way Wembanyama doesn't get this award unless he gets injured. It's it's just unavoidable, I think, no, and I, mean, I, think I think he does right. deserve it too. I mean, he's like, I mean, it's hard to talk about him because I feel like he's talked about so much that it people are kind of sick of it already. Like, oh, generational talent, yeah. best player since LeBron. Like, he plays like a guard at, mm-hmm. at his height. Um, so I'm interested to hear your take. Maybe you can offer some nuance on Wimbenyama maybe what are the negatives of that you possibly see or who else could win rookie of the year i mean first off i yeah i still have my hot take for rookie of the year it's not victor webb i said this a couple months ago and i have to stand stay out of stand on it and uh you know maybe die here but we'll see what happens guys or i'll look like an absolute genius probably not um yeah, I mean, I think Weminyama is just, like you said, I think there's all already almost becoming some fatigue around the conversations and things like yeah. that. But, and I think, but I definitely think it's probably, you know, all but sure that he will win the um, Rookie of the Year just because of, you know, his play ability and the impact he's going to have on that team. But at the same time, like, if he continues to keep fouling out of games or, or becomes a liability and things like that for that sense, I don't think that. Like, but that this is just the first game. I mean, yeah. I don't know. He's going to be good. He showed flashes. I mean, granted, the first three quarters, he didn't really do much. But in that fourth quarter, he was going crazy. I just don't yeah. understand why the Spurs decided not to look to him too much at the, the last couple possessions there. But going off all that, my rookie of the year is a guy who plays for a team that we have also spoken a little bit about that has a potential MVP candidate. And that's Mr. Chetty Chetty Bang Bang, Chet Holmgren. I do like Chet a lot, and he got memed on for getting his ankles broken. Dude, he got uh, he got crossed up by uh, geriatric Andre Drummond, but uh, <laughs> hey, you know it happens, dude. I love the effort, Chet. Keep playing transition defense like that. Who cares about ending up on some low lights? It's the yeah, effort, buddy. I mean, you know, one of the best defenders of the year, DPOY, Jaron Jackson, got absolutely 
that's true annihilated in that in that uh, in that one dunk and then uh who is it the other night that got oh malik monk just like yeah went crazy in that in that in that jazz game i think it was but um anyways yeah i think chet i think i always feel like it's kind of a cop-out for someone to win rookie i mean he didn't even play in the regular season so it doesn't matter i guess yeah but sometimes when guys are like rookie of the year even though they're not rookies it's kind of annoying but i don't know his evolution and like his ability on the thunder and what he's going to be able to do in that team i think he's going to be the you know second third option scoring and the number one defensive option on that team and i think that's a team that's going to be really good they're going to probably you know get 50 wins um and i feel like because of all the attention and national attention that team's going to get and the success that they're going to have it's going to be hard not to ignore yeah what he's going to do whereas i think the spurs will have some really good games and Wembenyam will have some crazy performances and things like that so but I, i don't know i feel like maybe chet might have more of an impact yeah i mean i could see a scenario where Wembenyama has a few crazy games where he goes off right but for a lot of the season doesn't really actually play that well and kind of has to adjust to the league a little bit yeah Yeah, i think so too and also i think the spurs are still going to be terrible the spurs are not a good team the uh, vassell looks good Keldon Johnson. Keldon Johnson looked looked aggressive. Yeah, he looked aggressive. But, but what's his name? Trey Jones is the he's not he's not a star. Sohan player. is a young player. He you know got good potential, but like the the Spurs are a bunch of kids. They're one of the these teams that it's they're just not really at the level of the other teams in the NBA yet. Yeah. And Wembenyama is a game changer, but he can't play the whole game. But speaking of young players, just real quick. I thought in that game, Derek Lively looked really good. Bro. He did. If you would have, if you were just watching on paper, you would, you would think twice about who was the first center taken in the draft last he year. You would for sure. He looked so good. Yeah, and, the, and that is one thing that's giving me a lot of you know optimism about the Mavericks is they finally have a big man. Yeah, they've been searching for that center for so long. It seems like and that and, team looked pretty good. I mean, Kyrie played really bad. I thought. I thought he had a really. Not really bad, but he, a really bad shooting night, I should say. Yeah. From three, he, he didn't do well, but that team is really capable of going far, and I think uh, that could lead us into maybe the last award here with the MVP. Yeah. So my pick is definitely a dark horse, but I'm standing on this one all season long. I've got Devin Booker winning the MVP for 2024. I don't see many people talking about this that much. It's all Tatum, Jokic. Embiid, by the way, should have not like it. Still pisses me off that he won the MVP last year. He's so annoying, bro. Yeah. In that Bucks game, like Giannis is driving at him, and then he pulls him down, and then he's like waving his arms, like "What do you mean, ref?" And then the replay comes. You literally just pulled the defender down. Like I can't stand Joel Embiid. He's one of my least favorite players in the NBA, and the only reason he got the MVP is because they didn't want Jokic Motor to repeat. Um. But I, I really think Booker on this Suns team, I think it says something that Booker is the number one option on a team with Kevin Durant and Bradley Beal. And I know Beal hasn't played yet, but Beal is just only going to open up more for Booker. And Nurkic is a great addition to this team. I love Nurkic on the Trailblazers, to be honest. He's used to playing with these ball-dominant guards yeah, like Lillard. True roll into the basket, giving them their assists. He can finish on the roll, I think, a lot better than Aiton can. 
mm-hmm. just is a little bit more fluid on the pick and roll, whereas Aiden a lot of times kind of is like rigid and takes a jump shot. Nurkic just kind of like rolls to the rim and lays it up, you know, um, like we saw at the very end of the game, the game when the the game ceiling layup. But Booker's passing ability looked really good in that game in the Suns' first game, not against the Lakers last night because um, he didn't play. I I just I've got a feeling. Another thing is the Kardashian curse is playing more than I would admit into this pick. The Kardashian curse is real, guys. Booker has gotten rid of all that baggage. He can just focus on basketball now. He's on a mission. It's going to come down to the mentality. We saw he got he had one frustration foul mm-hmm. in that game, but he was able to then calm down, keep it under control. Just don't and, double team him. Yeah. yeah, make the right plays. <laughs> I know I know Bennett over here is just waiting to waiting for Booker's downfall. Um it's true. I have a front row seat. But I, I mean and everything. I like to make the picks that aren't obvious. Hey, I respect greatness. So yeah, I respect greatness. I I'm going with Devin Booker now. Let's let's see what you have to say. Well, without com- coming off sounding like an absolute hater, <laughs> um, I don't like Devin Booker. <laughs> <laughs> he is he is unlikable. I'll give as you a that. person. I don't like him as a player. I respect his game as a Warriors fan as well. I just I don't know. He's kind of a <laughs> crybaby. He's a little bit of whiny to me. But hey, you know he's really talented, and I could definitely see him. Uh, winning MVP just because of you know the numbers he could put up, but he, you know I don't know he's a great scorer. Um, but I mean he has to take a step up on defense. For yeah, sure. he's just a great scorer. Like he's still a great scorer. He's really talented. Like you said, he's he's fun to watch, but he's a little soft. He is. It's it's gonna come down to can he step up on defense and, and can again, he step up mentally. This ties right back into our original transition into this conversation, and this transition's great into my pick for MVP. A guy who has shown time and time again to uh, potentially be the, the daddy of Devin Booker. <laughs> guy who sent Devin Booker oh. home in the playoffs a few years ago. Everyone wow, wanted to act tough when coming. they up. I didn't know, see this coming. Uh, I think uh, I think it's the, the Slovenian... Uh, Fat boy. Yeah, Slovenian <laughs> gangster. I think Mr. Luka Doncic... Yeah, not yet. Win MVP. Yeah, I will pick Luka Doncic to win MVP until Luka probably turns thirty because it's destined to happen. As it, I feel like seasons. it is probably going to happen eventually. But I'm going to say it will be this year only because I think that Mavericks team could be a team that's going to surprise a lot of people, and he's going to be absolutely leading that team. And I feel like in the West, given what we talked about, it's kind of wide open. I could see the Mavs ending up being a top seed. I mean, the Mavs were third in the West, I think, last year before the Kyrie trade, and then the season just fell off a cliff. So they definitely have made some changes. Obviously, Lively can be a dynamic player for them. And uh, and your boy, Grant Williams. Grant Williams. Oh, my gosh, dude. I was missing Grant Williams so much watching that he's game. He's a great addition to that team. He's just, he's just like one of those. He's like Bruce Brown. Not as good as Bruce Brown, obviously, but he's one of those players that is just like a team player, a good guy to have that can help you win games, especially in the playoffs. 
Grant Williams single-handedly lifted the Celtics over the Bucks that one year, making like nine threes or something crazy. Like, he's one of those Draymond Green type players. I mean, I think the Mavs are low-key kind of similar to the Warriors in that they have two great shooters yeah. in their backcourt that can handle the ball and solid other pieces around them. It it's just I still think Jason Kidd is a the, bad coach. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go on a little tangent here. Respect as a Celtics he's fan definitely not winning coach of the year, guys. That guy is yeah. a great player. I don't know that he's a great coach. As a Celtics fan I, it's hard for me to get behind the Mavs because I know how much of a head case Kyrie is. And no one's talking about this yet, but I guarantee there's going to be some BS with Kyrie this season. There is every season. You just it you can't ignore it. It it's happened inevitable. on the Nets. It happened on the Celtics. And really, it all kind of started on the Cavs when there was stories coming out that Kyrie was... In LeBron's shadow. Yeah, exactly. Um... And part of why I like the Bucks to win this year so much is because Dame and Giannis are the exact opposite of that. These guys, these are guys that came from nothing, had no looks in college. They were never like a top player. They just grinded, and they're used to not being. They're they they don't have any entitlement. You know, Kyrie is a guy who. When things start going south, when your team's on a losing streak, he's not a good guy to have in the locker room, I feel like. Now, obviously, I'm not in the locker room, but that's just kind of the way it seems to be. So that is the one thing that I'm nervous about for the Mavs, and that's also why I think the Bucks are different than the Nets. And you could even make the case of the Suns with uh, Aiton, and yeah. their quote unquote big three. Um Do you think uh Dame could win MVP? No, just because he's on the same team as Giannis. And I mean if he go if he averages thirty five a game, you have to give it to him, but I I'm I wanna I I wanna say he can, but there's a lot of there's a lot of players that just kind of, that are gonna average like a thirty point triple double, you know, and I don't yeah. think Dame is really capable of doing that. Um, now then again, Booker is not really a thirty point triple go- double guy, but wait, are we being? I'm just realizing most improved player could that be Zion? It could be. What did he average last season? Like, I mean, he didn't really play. Yeah, so I say he played 29 games, 26 points per game, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean... It's probably hard to beat that, like, by a lot. But, I mean, if he goes off and has, like, a... I could see that for sure. NBA all-star type season. Uh, the Pelicans are one of those sleeper teams. You never really yeah. know what's going to happen with them. I just feel like... Ingram is, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Brandon Ingram won most improved one year exactly I don't know I think Zion is definitely a, a potential candidate for the award um, but yeah I think 
I think that pretty much covers the NBA, all the storylines. If there's anything we're missing that we think of, we'll obviously come back to it. Um, but it's now time to revisit the NFL. Oh, no. And let's see. The I can pull up our predictions that we made, and we can revisit those. Yeah, let's see. You had some good ones. Yeah. We both had some good and some bad takes. Oh, no. I think the best take, though, out of all out of all of our takes by far was the line. You said the Lions are going to win their division. Hell yeah. That was a lock, dude. Even after the Lions' performance against the Ravens, that that doesn't really bother me. The Ravens were at home, and um, the Lions just the Ravens are better than the record. I think the Ravens are a Super Bowl content Super Bowl contender. Mm-hmm. Their it defense, you know, when Lamar is playing like that, it's, there's nothing you can really do. Mm-hmm. And then their defense is so good as well. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. But the Lions have the best start they've had in franchise history i'm pretty sure and they look great i'm trying to find our my yeah i remember i think like app. some of the other teams that we talked about i think i feel like we were had both kind of not too sold on the bears we were both a little bit like i don't know yeah. about all this preseason hype um i think i thought the broncos would maybe be a little better than they are i've got it i've got them pulled up okay, right now cool. yeah you could go okay so afc east you had the jets obviously that That's, you kind of get a gimme on that one got yeah first night afc west you had the chiefs i had the chiefs that's easy yeah afc north you had the ravens i had the Bengals. so you definitely are winning that one i would say um Bengals and 49ers big game coming up oh man we need we need to win so bad dude that i was like on top of the world for the first they were looking great dropped two in a row rough couple games i mean brock purdy has solidified himself as a starting quarterback in the nfl he's the best quarterback that kyle shanahan has had in the system since he's been with the 49ers in my opinion even after those two interceptions yeah it doesn't matter doesn't throw much doubt into your mind. Not at all. The one interception he threw was just miscommunication there. He's so predicated yeah. on timing and placement, and yeah. unfortunately that's what happens sometimes off rhythm there. But, uh, no, I mean, I don't know. And then I'm seeing now people are saying he might have got a concussion in the game yeah. from, like, the QB sneak. I did see that too, yeah. So who knows? I mean, I think he was in concussion protocol. I don't know if he'll play this week, and I haven't looked at that. But, um no, I'm not, I'm not worried. I think the defense still holding teams to under 20 points consistently. Like, we'll be solid. And, I mean, not trying to make excuses, but, you know, Debo's been out. McCaffrey's a little dinged up. They've had, they're injured. They're definitely injured for you know, sure. You know, Trent Williams didn't play in the game. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm still feeling good about it. I think the Niners are still going to. Yeah, I think, Bowl. honestly, the Niners are still the Super Bowl favorite. Either the Niners or the Eagles, I would say. Yeah, because I feel like the Dolphins are like slowly. The they're Dolphins not as bad as like they're not quite like USC levels of like just pure offense, yeah, defense. But like they're a, I don't know, they're one of those teams that's like so super exciting. But I don't know if they're a playoff winning team. Come you know, they've anywhere. had some injuries on defense too. As Xavier Howard was out against yeah, and the I Eagles. think Jalen Ramsey's supposed to play yeah. this weekend. Jalen Ramsey's coming back. Um, Bradley Chubb has played well for them. Yeah, the Dolphins, 
The Dolphins are still a force to be reckoned with, no doubt about that. Tyreek Hill left a touchdown on the table in that game. Mm. Um, Bills are washed. Yeah, the Bills. I cannot believe the Patriots beat the, the Bills. AFC East, you had the Eagles. Or, I'm sorry, that was NFL. AFC East, you had the Jets. I had the Bills. So we are both, yeah. Yeah, the the AFC East is the Dolphins' division, I think, for sure. I mean, the Bills are just such an enigma. Mm-hmm. They play so well sometimes, and then Josh Allen just makes Bone boneheaded plays. Freaking becomes Carson Wentz out there. Like, he almost had one of the worst plays I've seen by a quarterback. That throwaway. He just chucked it up into the end zone. right into the end zone. <laughs> it was inches away from... Uh, oh, yeah. He, like... That would have been on some compilations for sure. Oh, yeah. But he's, yeah, I don't know what he's doing some of those times. I also, I, I pat myself on the back for my Patriots take that this team is terrible. Yeah. Mac Jones is they terrible. Stink. Even though Mac Jones led the team down for a game winning drive, don't put any chips into Mac Jones. I'm telling you guys, <laughs> this guy's not a good quarterback. He just, he's. He makes great plays sometimes. He he's a great quarterback at standing in the pocket. Yeah, no, and for sure. Making throws when there's a defender like coming down on him. But ah, dude, it's just there's nothing really to get excited about this Patriots team. Yeah, they're kinda just Good win though versus the Bills, you know. Yeah, for sure. And they're always gonna beat the Jets, like I said. That was another take I had. The Patriots are gonna beat the Jets no matter what. Obviously, they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, but um, what was the other uh, AFC South? AFC South, you had the Jags, I had the Jags. That's looking good. It's looking solid. Texans are looking way better than I think. We yeah, let's talk about the rookie quarterbacks now. Okay. Um, I think uh, I think I, my prediction is doing pretty good as well. I think yeah, I, I had uh, Mr. C.J. Stroud being the best rookie. I I need to apologize to C.J. Stroud. I you you called him an idiot basically. I basically I, I had the IQ he test. He's a bad tester. I was so I was one football. of those people that he had bro. Said he was. Yeah, he just he probably didn't care about it. That's I was wrong, and CJ, you have my full apology, and you're a doof. You're, you're legit. Bro. You are that guy. Yeah. He's the best rookie quarterback for That's sure. Fun. There's not a question about it. You still think Bryce Young is a bust? Bryce Young is still a bust. I mean, I think my claim looks even better now it than does. it did at the it beginning of the looks season. Really good now. Um, obviously, can't rule him out just yet. There's still time for him to improve, but and he's on a terrible team too. But even with uh, Thielen coming back, nothing has changed really. The Panthers, the Panthers suck. Yeah, and I think. Uh... Anthony Richardson definitely showed some some highlights, some lowlights. I think he'll he'll be fine. Yeah. I don't really think we'll look too much into this year. I, I think he's still kind of I don't know. I'm still optimistic about him and his development. I am. Yeah. It it's health that concerns me for him. Um, I already yeah. seen him miss a couple games with concussions and stuff, which you know it's not. Health is such a funny thing because it's not the player's fault. It just kind of comes down to luck sometimes. Yeah. Um. But he does seem to be one of these guys that gets injured a lot. I just hope he doesn't kind of be, go down the Cam Newton yeah. career path and body breaks down on him, you know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully he can 
maybe learn from this, change his play style a little bit and stuff. But anyways. Yeah, the Texans are looking great. Definitely way better be than team. anyone could expect. Great receivers, good too. Defense. Nico Collins is looking like the favorite option in a lot of these games. They've got a great connection to him and Stroud. And then Tank Dell. And then, yeah, their defense obviously is pretty decent as well. Um, going to the NFC, we kind of touched on the Niners. Niners and the Eagles a little bit. But NFC North was. You had the Lions. Lions. We touched on that. In the south i had the vikings which that's looking terrible the vikings yeah i mean they just don't look any good um the south we both had the falcons i still like that pick i still do yeah i mean bucks are they're better than i thought yeah panthers stink yeah they're out saints of it. stink the saints they don't stink their defense is good but their offense stinks. yeah the saints I, I, I like him because I have Kamara in fantasy, and he's just been an absolute stud since he came back in fantasy. Um, I feel like the Falcons are, like, they're becoming what, I mean, it's easy to say because Arthur Smith was with the Titans, but they are kind of becoming what the Titans were, like, a few years yeah, ago. Where they're they just, are. like, a solid running team, really tough, really physical, good defense, yep. always going to just grind and be in there competitively. Yeah, I like the Falcons for the division, too. At this point, still. And um, I don't know if... I thought I was seeing... Speaking of the Titans, uh, Mr. Derrick Henry might be might be getting traded. We've been really? This. Yeah, apparently the Baltimore Ravens... Wow, that would be a pickup. ...are the favorites behind the Dallas Cowboys to trade for Derrick Henry. I could see that. There's I mean, growing, like... The Dobbins injury... Reports around the league that I think... Uh, they they definitely are looking... I could see that because they're, they're looking to do it all this year. Um, and the Dobbins injury, they, they're down and running back. I feel like what the Ravens need is a receiver. Yeah, like a real receiver. A, a wide receiver one. Because Lamar had a great game against the Lions, but a lot of these games he just doesn't have anyone to throw to. Like Mark Andrews is his best option in a lot of these games. Zay Flowers has shown improvement OBJ's. since week one and odell has come back too he's looking better yeah he had a few um, good plays in that last one so oh not breaking news but breaking two hours ago this can take us on our next little oh boy. topic for the third consecutive week giants quarterback daniel jones is out wow and Terod taylor will start in his place i mean is i think any dimes done in new york i think this is a business decision to like to shape the narrative around Daniel Jones because of who they're playing. They're playing one of the best defenses in the Jets, and they don't want to just throw him the into the fire. Zach, Zach Wilson, Tyrod Taylor. I mean. Yeah, this is going to be a who interesting thought? matchup. Robert Sala's first season. Yeah, that when the Jets would play the Giants at MetLife, the quarterbacks would be Tyrod yeah. Taylor. And, and I Wilson. we need to get into the Jets too because they're just so. There's so much to talk about there. Yeah, um, we haven't even talked, I don't think, since. Yeah, but regarding Daniel Jones, I think they don't... If he first game back has to play the Jets and then plays a horrible game, then it's going to be all just Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor. So 
I think I think low key the Giants are hoping Tyrod Taylor goes out there, shits the bed, and then they're like, all right, Daniel Jones is back. I hope Tyrod goes out there and throws for three hundred yards. If he does, then we're gonna have a real interesting scenario for that the Giants. Would be electric. If Tyrod Taylor lights up the Jets, who have literally dominated the best quarterbacks in the league, they should have beat the Chiefs in that game. I yeah. still, I, I'm not gonna forget that one for a while. That was the most rigged game I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Josh Allen, Mahomes, and who was the other one? They oh yeah, Hurts. Hurts all played terrible. Now let's talk about the Jets now, since they're right here. New York, New York matchup this week. Yeah, battle for New York. I'm excited. I, I mean, the whole thing that we always hear about. We did we did our week or our uh first six games going into week seven predictions on the last episode i believe which shows how long it's been yeah um i had i think i said four and two or three and three maybe i can't remember what i said yeah, it was but like that. Like bottom line is I, we both said if they're three and three with aaron Rodgers, like that's a great position for the jets like they just need to survive that and then their schedule gets a whole lot easier and they, and Aaron they did it without Aaron Rodgers. So <laughs> this defense is so good, man. They really are. They're they, one of the best coach teams in the league. And I mean, everyone talks about the 49ers defense, the Cowboys defense, the Eagles defense. The Jets are the best. Defense. They might be better than all three of them. Yeah, like, I think so. All the turnovers they force, and they come up bit like pick sixes. They gave up in, 16, 30, 15. 23, 21, 14. That's it. Yeah, I mean, the Zach Wilson has still been abysmally bad, and they managed to win three games. That shows something about this defense. Like, the only good game Zach has played was against the Chiefs. They've only given up more than 21 points twice this season. That's just crazy, dude. And they've only been scoring, and they have their high score is 31. They're, like, I mean, if, if they could score, like, if Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback, I don't know, dude. This team could be really good. I know. I mean, it makes you excited for next season if they can bring everyone back, which they should be able to. And some guys don't 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 bring back, you know, like Dalvin Cook guys. Maybe we don't. Maybe we trade yeah. him, you know, in Dalvin Austin Cook. And some of these, you know what I mean? Maybe we don't bring some of these guys back. Dalvin Cook has been a disappointment for my fantasy team, that's for sure. I had to drop him a couple weeks back. It's Brees Hall's team. Brees Hall is really, really good. And and Xavier Gibson has been good, too. He basically yeah, he's, took McCall Hardman's job. Yeah. That was a little interesting trade. The Jets traded for McCall Hardman and then said, yeah, bye. We don't need you. Um, yeah. And my fantasy team stinks, guys. What do you think we're going to be – talking about come playoff time in regards to the Jets you think they're going to be in the picture we're going to be talking about as it stands is right it now worth it to rush Aaron Rodgers back ah uh, see I don't buy into any of that that dude is not coming back and no it's not worth it to rush him back I think the Jets are going to be a eight and eight team entering week 17 yeah, I, and I, we'll have like a win or go home type of situation to like Similar They're going to spoil year. somebody's season. They're going to be the team that's going to spoil some other team that, 
like the Bengals or something like that from getting into the playoffs. Yeah. And then they themselves might make it to the you know wild card, and then they're not going to get obliterated. But they're going to ruin some teams' years. Yeah. Or some teams' seasons, rather. It's just, it's so... I mean, you hate to keep coming back to this, but if this team just had Aaron Rodgers, they would be so good, dude. Dude, and Garrett Wilson has got to be the most disappointed person in America. I know, man. I just feel for the guy. This was his breakout year. It was. Um, I think the Jets are going to miss the playoffs still because Zach Wilson is just terrible. and There's no way around it. I'm, I'm going to say that to the end of time unless – he shows me differently and yeah. so far I'm, he hasn't he hasn't i mean the chiefs game was good but they still lost and it, he wasn't really that good let's be honest he made a couple big throws um where he was kind of just launching it up there and letting the receiver make a play i think at the end of the day this you have to be able to score points and the this quarterback's the most important position and i think they've honestly gotten lucky with a couple of their wins people say i mean people i've heard a lot of people say oh this team could easily be you know four and one or or five five and one or four and two because they had should have beat the i mean they had the chiefs game but that patriots game game. was a that was that was rigged they had the chiefs and the patriots that they could have won that that was it was yeah that that (laughs) that was so rigged bro the pass interference on the interception way after the like clearly the, the ref Jets waits to see if that game, bro. yeah the ref waits to see if this pass is gonna be completed or not and, and guys they, yeah like sorry but stop it nfl we get it taylor swift is cool i'm, I'm happy she's bringing more attention she's bringing more fans she's bringing more money but let's tone it down a little bit okay guys we don't need to have her making yeah. cameos in every broadcast in the mic'd up videos in every single piece of promotional content nfl you don't need to put hey swifties in your instagram bio like let's chill out a little bit yeah okay, it is guys? a little much especially then when we're also having games like this happen i mean how can you not expect fans to start to question the integrity and whether or not there's ulterior motives going on here with these, you know. Dude, there's, uh, you know, Mr. Pfizer. Oh, man, yeah. There's a lot of uh, conspiracy theories being <laughs> thrown around. You know, the Taylor Swift, the jet the uh, jet emissions. Yeah. Did you see that one? Um, personally, you know, maybe I can see that hopping on the marketing after they have the opportunity, yeah, these companies are gonna hop on oh, yeah. the opportunity Free money. for sure. Free publicity. It's just whether that was it was planned. I mean, I don't really have that much of a problem with it. I think. Yeah, I'm just. Being it does. A hater, it is. Br- it does bring I'm in. It brings in a lot of uh, new viewers to the NFL, which is always a good thing. But yeah, they are overdoing it a little bit. Like you said, like, the Instagram bios is a little bit much. Yeah, no, I, I'm just. All jokes aside, guys, I think it is good for the sport. I think it's bringing in, you know, more fans. It's bringing in awareness. I think it's, it's most people. There's more people talking about the NFL in these games that otherwise wouldn't be, and I think exactly. that's ultimately good for everybody. It's just like you know, sometimes like as someone who's you know a big fan of this, it's a little bit annoying at times. But I, I totally get it. I mean, what I, I think lo- of the clip that I woke up to this morning was like Josh Allen calling the an audible in the game last night or whatever. 
didn't they? I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to the Bills game last night. But there was like a where he like there's like a clip where he like called an audible, and I'm almost positive he said J.R. Smith, J.R. Smith. But on Twitter, <laughs> kind they're of saying it's Taylor Swift. Is the audible uh, Taylor Swift? So that those tweet was going crazy. Where it's like, damn, even Taylor Swift is making her way into play calls. Nah, that was J.R. Smith, probably. It was definitely J.R. Smith, guys. <laughs> Put some freaking respect on <laughs> Captain Henry. I bro. know. This guy yeah. is a dual sport athlete. He's an NBA champion. He's a collegiate golfer. It's yeah. a true renaissance, man. Let's put some fucking respect on J.R. Smith's name. I mean, for me, the one thing that I have been taking advantage of is it allows me to bring my girlfriend over for Sunday night football and not having any complaints about me sitting around watching football all day long she'll sit there right with me and watch the whole game waiting for taylor swift to come on the tv yeah like i mean i can't think of a more ideal scenario than that yeah so but then for myself as a single guy when i'm just sitting here i'm just like (laughs) dude i just want to see more football i don't give a damn about this (laughs) dude you know what i saw in the nba i can't remember which game it was that i was watching but i don't think this was taylor swift related but someone had a graphic and the title of it was like the T with the Suns or something. I can't remember which team it was. Who? Why are you titling the graphic that, bro? Like, I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. Like, oh, the T with this team. Like, let's come on, dude. That's that's guy. turning off uh, most of your viewers probably. Yeah. Like, let's not be. Like, let's know your audience. Need to be too dude. internet savvy. Yeah, it's just a little bit too much Gen Z for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. The Taylor Swift stuff has been crazy, and I—I I mean, I've just been a hater this whole podcast. Devin Booker, Taylor Swift. Yeah, I guess that's just where I've I'm been at trying to tone down my. I mean, the only time I went into hater mode was Joel Embiid. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, I'm just, and Bryce Young. I, you know, if we would have done this a couple of weeks ago, I would have probably been singing the praises of everybody, but. Fortunately, my <laughs> Niners are on a two-game skid, and my Warriors look like a shell of themselves, and uh, baseball's done. I mean, I don't know. where I'm, My fantasy team is the worst team I've ever constructed in my eight years of playing fantasy football. I legitimately don't know that I possibly could have chosen a worse group of people if I even did it randomly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm just yeah. kind of down bad right now as far I, as sports. I'm like keeping my head above water in both of my leagues i'm three suck, three guys. and four and four and three i believe guys i'm two and five at least you have a couple wins i mean i do have a couple wins but you want to know what's worse is uh i have the i have only i've scored less than 600 points that's total. tough yeah I, I had to make some trades i'm honestly feeling great about both of my teams i just for some reason i've been getting so unlucky speaking of which brock purdy Really, I mean, I lo- I love Brock Purdy, but he was killing you. That dude killed me, bro. So get this, I'm up or I'm down by like 15 points, right? The only guy the other team has left is Addison, Jordan Addison. Yep. I have Purdy, Ayuk, and Hawkinson, and one more. I can't remember who else I had left. But I have four players, really good players, too, to get 15 points on this guy. Of course, Addison puts up a 30 bomb, but that shouldn't matter. And I'm winning, right? I'm winning by three points. 
going into the fourth quarter with 12 minutes left. Boom, Purdy throws an interception. I'm like, oh, no. I'm up by one point. Addison goes down, gets a reception. All of a sudden, I'm losing. Next drive, I'm like, all right, here's the, here's my chance to come back, scrape away this win that I should be way ahead in, but no. Purdy goes in, throws another interception, and that's game. That one pissed me off, dude. That one, I mean, that... You had a concussion, dude. No, no. I hope he had a concussion, but I'll tell you what. I picked up Jared Goff. Someone uh, dropped him. Goffle. So now I have three quarterbacks on my oh, team. My. I've got Purdy, Burrow, and Jared Goff. Because I just couldn't ignore Jared Goff. He's been really good. one of the best quarterbacks, not just fantasy. I picked up Kyler Murray because I was like, why not? I could I see that too. To but yeah, worse. my other league though, this league, this team is so underrated. I'm four and three. I should, dude. I like I should win every week with this team. I have Lamar, Saquon, Kamara, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, Nico Collins. Who's my court? Mark Andrews is my quarterback. Jake Elliott is my kicker, Eagles kicker. Been so good for me. The Ravens, I mean, I kind of rotate through defenses. I used to have the Saints defense. I've got the Ravens now, I believe. My team kind of ebbs and flows with the Ravens, to be honest, with Lamar, Mark Andrews, and the Ravens yeah, defense. Yeah, I only win with Lamar. The was. Ravens and the Rams. Like, if they those teams play well, Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua go off. I'm set. I also I picked up Daryl Henderson in both of my leagues. I'm hoping he continues to be the running back while uh, Kyron Williams is out. Yeah. He'll be I, a I nice little. Yeah, I'm kind of, I thought about it. But then I also have George Pickens, Christian Watson. Yeah, I got, I got I've both got, those guys. I've Watson, got, I might drop Watson, bro. I've got I have so many good receivers. I don't, I, it's so hard to decide which one's a start. I've got Joshua Palmer, too. My running like, back. I'm in love with my team in that league. And the only reason I've lost is because Saquon was out for a few games and Kamara was out at the beginning of the season, so I had no running backs. And I still kind of made it work. And now my team is put, I've putting up like 180 points in the past two out of the past three weeks, I believe. Damn. So I'm excited. And, of course, this league, I don't know what's going to happen with it. We said we were going to put money on it, but it's, it was one of those ones where it didn't end up happening, and now it's like halfway through the season, and everyone's like, uh, are we putting in money? And it's only the people with the good records that are down to put in the money. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. I mean, I feel like we've done a good job catching up. I agree. I think we've kind of covered the bases here. Yeah, we got a first game of the World Series tonight. Going to try to get this get? episode out in time. I've got a... So I placed a future on the Rangers to win it all when the series... I, I placed it during game five. Mm. The series was 2-2, and the Rangers were down. And it was before Garcia hit like a 3-1 home run. Or, I think they were down like 2-1 or something. I can't ex- remember the exact score. Yeah. Early in the game, I was like... Hmm. I could see the Rangers coming back and winning this one, going up 3-2 and winning the series, and then they'll be in the World Series. So I got them at plus 300. Wow. Then, of course, they went on to lose Game 5, and I could have doubled down at plus 700 at that point, but I 
I thought the Astros are winning the series. I thought yeah. River won Game Five was gonna win it. So I was like, all right, there goes that money. But then somehow the Rangers toughed it out and came back, and now they've low key got a cakewalk. I mean, it's not. They should win. It'll be an upset if the Diamondbacks win. Yeah, for sure. If the Diamondbacks win the World Series, that'll be one of the most crazy like Cinderella teams in any sport for a while. What were their odds like pre World Series? I mean, like pre like going into the playoffs. Going into the playoffs, was it I don't more know. More or less than like the Phillies last year. Uh, it was probably you could have gotten more juice. Yeah, I think. Um. Because whenever I would look at it during the uh, ALCS and the NLCS, it was like always Phillies, Rangers, and Astros were like plus 100, plus 200, whatever. And the Diamondbacks were like plus four or 500, especially when they were down 2-0. I think it was like plus 1,500 or something. Um, I I, I think they might have even been like plus 8,000 or something crazy. Like on opening day, one hundred and twenty-five to one. Yeah, which would make them the most unlikely team on record to ever win. I think. Yeah, I mean, if I, they can pull it off, the two thousand and eight Tampa Bay Rays, one hundred and fifty to one, are the only team since eighty-five to reach the World Series on longer odds. Yeah, but they lost. I mean, they've had an impressive run. They beat the How about Dodgers. Avoid Tommy Fan. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Got a couple of Mets in the World Series. Yeah, before we go, I feel like we gotta touch on the Mets just because that's how we met. Yeah, get it, Met. Um, pretty good, pretty good. The Mets. We're forever bonded by. The we Mets. are, we are bonded by the Mets. I think. I'm happy that uh, Buck's gone. Sorry, guys. Love you, Buck. Yeah. You seemed cool in those press conferences we saw you in. You never said hi, but you always seemed like you were a cool dude. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I think Alonzo might be gone. Dude, if Alonzo gets traded, I'm gonna have to trade in my Mets uh, fandom. Nah, I mean, not really, guys, I'll rock with him. But like, we can't do that. What are we doing? Well, maybe not this year, but after this season, I think it's pretty unlikely that. I mean, Steve Cohen will pay the big bucks, but he's hired Scott Boris, and he's gonna get paid. I think I think there's a scenario where. The Mets bring in Otani and let Alonzo go. I mean, I'm down, dude. I'm down, bro. <laughs> I'm down, too. That's fine to me. I just don't want us to get rid of Alonzo and bring in some other... Yeah, if you get rid of Alonzo like, and bring in, like, Juan Soto... John Carlos Stan. <laughs> yeah, there's... Dude, the Yankees are still just hopeless. Yeah, there's they, nothing they can do. They're ruined. Yeah, I know. I saw, like, I think the Yankees might have even been looking into Soto or something. I saw. Yeah, they definitely are. They're looking into, I mean. I mean, they're looking into everybody. Yeah, they're always looking into everything. But, yeah, no, I mean, I think, I hope the, I forget the name of the guy, but I'm still really hoping the Mets are able to get this pitcher from Japan to come over. Yoshinobu Yamamoto, yeah. Kodai Senga wants him. Yeah, and that's my favorite Mets player, Kodai Senga, so. I mean, the Mets are. Let's get Otani. Let's get Yamamoto. Let's get Sanga. Yeah, just get everyone. Br- pay them all. Bring them all in. Why not? Yeah, I mean that's what they. The reason I don't I have skepticism is because that was their attitude last year. 
let's get Verlander. Let's yeah. get let's get Carlos Correa. Obviously, that one didn't end up going through, but that didn't work out for them. They, you know, baseball. I think out of any sport is the most like. Um, what's what's the word? What's the word I'm trying to think of? Like superstitious. Oh, baseball yeah. is the most superstitious. Like, if there's any sport where I believe in superstition, it's baseball. It's tough to just buy a championship. You can do it in basketball, but baseball. For some reason, whenever teams try to sell their soul and just you know pay for a bunch of big names to come in I think that gives you some bad karma and I like the direction the Mets are going in building the farm system yeah I love the prospects the prospects at least one of them has got to turn out Acuna yeah I mean Acuna could be like Seth Curry to Steph Curry though you never know yeah Um, I know like what are other guys Ronnie yeah Mauricio looked really good it's gonna there's gonna be conversation of do we cash in all these prospects for like an actual established player like would you trade a Mauricio for or like trade Alvarez for like a guy like Juan Juan Soto or something for a one-year rental pretty much because he's a free agent after this season I believe too this next season don't do it Steve don't do it no one-year rentals I know that's like a baseball thing but like yeah, I've just been traumatized from the way this last year went. Yeah, I think I think build the. Foundation. Here's my thing about the Mets for next season: They're, it can only go up from here. Yeah, this season was a disaster. You're right. Edwin Diaz will be back. They'll have Diaz back. They won't have Robertson, but I could see them getting back Robertson. Yeah, when, maybe. Like, maybe, I think next year, like after this we'll next bring year. Bring back Drew Smith while we're at it. I I like Drew Smith. I mean. I think he's got a lot of potential to be good. Um, but, yeah, that's the Mets for you. Mets are going to met. Mets, same old Mets. Same old Mets is uh, what happened this year. So, hopefully, we'll see. Maybe the Jets will make some noise and they won't be the same old Jets. Yeah, Jets, Mets, and and the Nets lost also in the – Three point, uh, three point dagger from uh, Donovan Mitchell. Oh wow, I didn't even see that. I, I'm behind on a lot of the games. Yeah, the uh, the Cavs had a little bit of a showdown there with the, the Nets, and then Donovan Mitchell ended up oh. a step back three. Nice to ice the game. So yep, the Mets, Jets, Nets, they will keep on letting people down. All right, well thanks for sticking with us. If Alrighty, you're listening, guys. sorry for the the long hiatus, but we're back. Glad we got ever. this one in. Happy Halloween. Yeah, happy Halloween, everybody. And Be safe. Yeah. Have fun. We'll see you guys next time, whenever that is. All Try to get it out quicker than last time. Absolutely. All right. Have Peace a good out, one. guys.